something outside. What is that? Welcome to Monster X Radio listeners. This is uh, Gunnar Munster. I'm back. I feel like I've been gone forever. Um, I appreciate uh, Shane uh, holding down the fort. I was sick during December and and moving and with the holidays. Um, But uh, I'm back now with a vengeance. And uh, with me tonight is is my good friend Shane. Shane, how are you? Doing well. Doing well, Gunnar. Glad to have you back. (laughs) I'm glad to be back. And uh, also with us is our good friend, Julie Wrench, from the East Coast. Hey, Julie, hey, how guys. you doing? Gunnar, I'm so, glad you're back. It was yeah, quiet no, without you. It's really <laughs> weird. I was just telling Susan before a little bit before we got on air. It's like, man, I, I, I haven't been on Monster X for like a, like a month, and it, it feels like forever. And uh, so, uh, like I said, I appreciate Shane's been uh, carrying the load and uh, – we're ready to rock and roll. We're talking today about um, a re- we're reviewing 2017 and what what new big developments came out of 2017, if any. Um, you know what what were the big Bigfoot stories of 2017, and uh, I, I I'm excited to talk about it. Um, what do you guys think overall? What is Shane? What's your opinion? Let's go ahead and sh- start with you. And what how do you feel 2000 2017 measured up in uh, terms of big footing. Well, yeah, no, I, quite honestly, I think it was a big year, a big year uh, for the subject of, of Bigfoot Sasquatch. I think it was a huge year. Um, what I, I saw this year was consistency, um, specifically speaking with uh, certain individuals that are researching the subject and consistency with certain groups researching the Sasquatch subject, groups like the Alert Project that we're involved with, groups like NOAC, the North uh, American Wood Ape Conservancy, um, uh, Bluff Creek Project. Uh, there's other groups and other individuals out there. I mean, uh, I, I, I got a lot of respect for individuals like Shelley Covington and Chris Spencer, who have both been guests on the show, the work they're doing, Nathaniel um, uh, York Bronis that, that, that's doing some good stuff that we need to get back on the show soon. Um, uh, Adam Davis, uh, there's a plethora of individuals, and I won't name them all, but I can see consistency, which I really appreciate coming from Bigfoot researchers and enthusiasts that are, you know, it's a consistency. So there's been, it's been a big year, I think. Um, you know, with NOAC, you know, for example, based out of Texas, you know, what they got going on down there, um, you know, with Texas, Oklahoma, with uh, in regards to them really sharing a lot more about their tag project where they they uh, um, you know tagged something uh, 
and, and had done the research in, in trying to locate the tags and everything else uh, and their, their methodology and just the – it's like the next level uh, of, of research. I really appreciate what they're doing down there. Um, you know, Bob and Kathy Strain's a part of that, and they're, they're great individuals, great human beings, and uh, very knowledgeable. Really appreciate what they're doing. Of course, the Olympic Project are continuing, continuing you know, um, research on this uh, really exciting nest find that we we talked about on the show quite a lot. Um, well, yeah, I think we've uh, shared uh, shared a lot more with the public. Yeah. Well, you've been very. I mean, you're really involved. You're really close to that project. And I had the I am, one of yeah. my highlights for the for 2017 was going with Ute and Shelley Covington to to visit the the nest site for the first time. So yeah, it's, yeah, that that is big to me. I mean, that if you're a big butter for for folks that don't know Jake, uh, Jake, it's funny. I've <laughs> been talking to Jake too much. Shane yeah. is uh, yeah. Uh, what is <laughs> Nowak? Nowak. What what does that stand for? Well, yeah, I, I did mention a few minutes ago that it's North American Wood Ape Conservancy. Okay. Um, you know, they've kind of uh, coined the name Wood Ape, and um, they're a group of biologists, um, um, hunters, trackers. Um, they have a lot of science and, and uh, um, archaeologists and whatnot. So they're they're a fantastic group of individuals with years of experience uh, in different uh, areas of of the work and, and whatnot. And, and then when it comes to Sasquatch, I mean, they've been doing this uh, for a number of years where they, they, they've had this, this, um, this property that they go to and they um, pretty much spend months out of the year um, maintaining it and, and staying there. I mean, they, they, they have crews that come in and crews that go out. And so um, the, one of the, that's one of the things I've, I can't preach enough uh, is that uh, you, you know, you're not going to track, uh, in my opinion, you're not going to probably track down a Sasquatch, but you can maybe maybe post up. And if you're in an area that they frequent, um, that you have researched, then hunker down. And, and not just that, you know, we talked about this on the show before. I said, you know, Chris Spencer is, is, is great at this, you know, where he's just been uh, researching an area, not because he's had an experience there, but because it has all of the components to have something like a Sasquatch there, and he's had great results. And NOAC, uh, you know, is in an area where they feel and have had, in my opinion, great success in in documenting, uh, uh, you know, Sasquatch. You know, uh, with rocks being thrown, with audio, um, you know, uh, with with uh, sightings and a lot of other stuff. So that just one of the examples of a fantastic group effort. Um, with the same goals as many other groups, you know, um, the Bluff Creek Project out of California. There's a uh, that's another great. Uh, they're basically a camera uh, trap group where they put out mm-hmm. game cameras. They do a lot of hiking, um, but they've, they've discovered, you know, um, a lot of or, or capture a lot of great photos of known animals. They haven't got a Sasquatch yet. Uh, that could be down the road. I mean, look forward to 2018 because they're 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 consistent in in and uh, they haven't given up, and they're consistent. They're trying new methods, new ideas, placing cameras. Um, uh, that, to me, is, is one of the highlights of 2017 is the consistency. And, and uh, the Bluff Creek Project, Rowdy Kelly, um, Stephen Stroyfort, um, uh, the, the list goes on, and they got a big group there. 
uh, they got uh, a lot going on for them. And I think if they continue on with that, they may get lucky. But at the same time, they're also documenting the Patterson-Gimlin film site, and they have cameras around that area. And they've captured some amazing photos on game cameras and, and proven that, I believe, it was the Martin uh, that was not mm-hmm. known to be in that area anymore. They've captured a photo of that. I mean, that was a number of years ago, but the consistency there is there. And, uh, you know, so many groups like NOAC – like the Olympic Project, um, uh, many members of the BFRO are out there plugging away, being consistent, and uh, it's exciting because, uh, you know, here we go, plugging away, plugging away, and you're starting to see um, a lot more collaboration. I've talked about this years past on these shows that we do. I've talked about the collaboration. Well, it's continuing to build. People are talking. Groups are talking. They're sharing info. Squatch Metrics, uh, you know, uh, on, uh, you'll find them on Facebook. I've talked a lot about Squatch Metrics. Um, the guy behind that, the the puppet master, the guy that really um, built <laughs> the up this. The Wizard of Oz. This, the Wizard of Oz. Who's the <laughs> man? Well, he's a, I know him personally. He's an amazing individual uh, do, putting together numbers and graphs and data um, and unbiased. It's just, hey, here's the numbers. It's part of what he does for a living, so it just kind of falls into place. And so he's very good at it. And expect big things from Squatch Metrics. Squatch Metrics this year. You know, find them, look them up on Facebook. You know, I keep getting the guy to try and do more Twitter and, and build the website. Um, he's a very, very busy individual. Uh, but this year, he's got some more free time, uh, and he's going to be pumping out some amazing information. I mean, uh, it, you just look at it. And uh, well, you if you're a researcher enthusiast, yeah, okay. I mean, you'll, get, you'll, 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 you'll our, get something from that. Our Facebook group, because you're really good about sharing stuff that, that Squatch Metrics is is producing so you can always go to our facebook group or our website um www.monstersradio.com and uh, you know we he he does i i have a great admiration for people that stick to it that uh 2017 to me 17 to me was a little bit i i was a was a really busy year for me personally um i sold you know a business that i'd hold owned for almost 19 years and and just recently moved and so and did a lot of stuff with the family, but I, I didn't spend a lot of time out in the field, and I missed it. And uh, I was just talking to Susan, you know, in the last couple of days, and say, you know, one thing I need to, I, I really want to spend some more time um, out in the woods, looking, doing some squatching, because uh, it's, I miss it when I'm not, uh, when I haven't had the opportunity to spend time out there. It just like wow, it, it's after a while, it just kind of eats at you, you know. It's like if that's there's and we have a great area up here in Oregon in the, in the Tillamook Forest that that uh, um, thankfully you know Larry Turner our good friend who's part oh. of the Tillamook Forest Research Group has continued to to go up there um, but we you know people have moved and and uh, he needs some support and I want to get back out there because we've had a lot of weird stuff ha- happen in that research area so yeah this is this has been a interesting year jules what what uh, stands out for you in 2017 for in the this crazy bigfoot world oh well i think that there's been it seems like there's been a lot less hoaxing going on i'm talking like the hoaxing that hits the mainstream media you know like we've had in the past um hey we've got this bigfoot in this freezer we're going to do a a news conference, oh, and everybody yeah. joins. You know, we haven't had any of that um, 
type of stuff last year, and it's kind of refreshing not to have that type of drama going on. A lot of people focusing on, you know, the real meat and potatoes of it, and that's the the scientific aspect of it, and the no-nonsense investigators out there, you know, really getting, doing their due diligence to try to find answers, and, you know, I I really noticed a, a shift in that. Um, and a lot of, like Shane was saying, a lot of the good groups that are already established, they just keep moving towards that, you know, the thing we all want is that evidence. And they just keep moving towards that and with uh, more and more technical stuff. I mean, uh, the infra, infrared stuff at night is coming down in price. There's a lot more things coming out. So, you know, I think the tech world is is a huge advantage to to the investigative community. Well, I think it's, yeah, I, I feel like it's one of the few advantages in the woods that we have over, if Bigfoot mm-hmm. exists, and, right. and I, know, I know that Shane knows they do, uh, and I'm at 90, you know, still hanging around 99.9% now, <laughs> but uh, uh, that that's, that's man's, you know, human's advantage over, the, uh, over these creatures in their environment is is tech you know they don't have night vision they don't have uh, right. uh, therm you know um, and some of the interaction of stuff that the stuff that we've had happen where we lean towards we don't have another explanation for it um, it it's weird as it seems like they don't understand some of that uh, and which makes sense they wouldn't understand that technology and how we use it I think they think <clears throat> we see the same way that they do and which seems to be much better at night and, and et cetera. One of the things yeah. for, for me, 2017, um, like I said, it was um, kind of a, uh, I, I missed a lot of time in the field. Um, there's been uh, folks, the folks that you mentioned, Shane, I, I mean, I have uh, mad props for the uh, North American Wood Aid Conservancy. Of course, uh, Todd and Diane Niece with, with the American uh, yeah. Or the yeah, the, their conservancy, their and their ongoing efforts, including uh, uh, Beachfoot, which you know they do every year, which is where I got the, had the opportunity to see Bob Strain do his presentation on on Nawak's, uh tagging project, which which to me just like I, I, that was uh, a big deal because it's like wow, that's cool that somebody's doing something and and it created what the way that Bob. Uh, presented it. And if you haven't had the opportunity to hear about this more, um, go back and find our episode where we interviewed Bob because he goes into great detail about how they did it. But uh, it, you know, super cool. One of the other things for me that was big was finding Bigfoot ended, you know, after um, uh, love it or, or not be a big fan of it. I, I personally felt like it at, at the very least finding Bigfoot uh, raised the awareness of of the subject and brought it kind of more in the mainstream. I, I often refer to finding Bigfoot as, as our, this generation's uh, in search of, you know, um, there, there was, yeah, there was a lot of TV about it, but uh, you know, I, I know we're, we're friends with Cliff Berrickman and the guy is, is a Bigfoot uh, researcher, uh, super intelligent guy. You get in, you know, We've had the opportunity to hang out with Cliff many times, and the the guy is is 
really smart. Uh, I know Matt Moneymaker, uh, have hung out with him. Matt is Matt, but you know, he's also the dude that started the BFRO. So, uh, and, yeah. and Bobo, Bobo before finding Bigfoot was out in the field. He was part of the BFRO, you know, did, uh, it's funny cause Bobo and I like missed each other, uh, a bunch of times cause he would come up and go to Washington and I went out with the Washington group a bunch of times and uh, we just never were in the same place at the same time, but super cool guy, really smart. I, one of the things, the, the injustices I think of finding Bigfoot is how they portrayed Bobo because I think Bobo waste, the guy is smart. Um, and the show kind of portrayed him as kind of goofy or, you know, and he's not, he's, yeah, he is, he is a fun guy to hang out with, but, uh, he, he's really super smart. Um, oh, yeah. and I, that, that to me was a little bit of it. Yeah, it was TV. That was the TV part. Um, we also, the cool thing about finding Bigfoot is, you know, uh, both Shane and I had the opportunity to go out and be on the show a couple of times. That, it was fun. And it was, it was fun to get behind yeah see how it was put together, you know, that kind of right. thing. But, yeah. and, and yeah, they I mean, had a celebration down in, in uh, Willow Creek for the, the last episode of Finding Bigfoot, which, and, and, you know, they, there's a lot of people that, that really enjoyed it. They had millions of people that were watching that show. So um, for those that didn't, you know, could, couldn't see past the fact that it was a TV show and the number one thing that they were responsible for was, putting butts in the chairs on when that show was on, you know, uh, it, it, it served a purpose. And I think a lot of, of people felt more comfortable coming forward and telling their stories. I know that I had people come to me, witnesses and stuff that had had experiences and, and felt more comfortable doing it because they'd seen it on TV. So that mm. there's just something powerful about mass media sharing, you know, the other big thing for me for 2017 is is the progress that's going forward with the Olympic Project's nesting site. Um, I always say, you know, there's there's only a few ways we're going to solve this puzzle. One is is to a specimen dead or alive. Two is a long-term study with with like Jane Goodall. I spent a lot of time this year reading about Jane Goodall. I went and saw her her documentary a while back with uh, Susan and Jake and. Uh, it, it really brought to, to the fore my to the front of my mind is like how much effort went into to uh, studying. There were a, basically no the, the studies prior to Jane Goodall, which went on for more than a decade um, with her personally involved, and then it goes on to this day that there was a, <clears throat> there was not much known about about uh, chimpanzees and. Um, when she, uh, in her studies, uh, prior to that, it, it was rare for anybody to spend more than a few months studying something in the field like that. Um, and I just can't imagine if somebody was able to do that. And we got these people out there. One of the challenges in, in this subject is uh, the amount of time that has to be put in to actually uh, collect data actual physical data, you know, anybody can pull funding that comes with that. <laughs> yeah. And the, uh, anybody can pull some wild ass theory from right. the, the lower air. parts of their body and throw it up on and Facebook. And they do quite a bit. And it, and it, well, yeah, and that does go on. 
Um, one of the things I saw this year was uh, a widening of the gap between rational thought and wild ass uh, speculation and and things that were being put out there. And I can't. I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to dignify uh, the the master of that with a response uh, or with mentioning their name because it just. <laughs> It's it's a sore it's a sore subject for me, mm-hmm. um, but I like oh. the people that Shane mentioned. You know, Chris Spencer, Shelley Covington, Montana, the Olympic Project, and all those individuals. Mister Corson, who gets at his his foot boots on the ground a lot of times, um, and and many many people that that don't uh, show <clears throat> up in. And I I got to give props to. Mr. Bob Gimlin, who uh, I've had the pleasure to meet uh, on on numerous occasions. And uh, this, of course, was the 50th anniversary of the Patterson-Gimlin film. There was some unpleasantness for Bob particularly that that happened in in association with that, which was really disappointing to me. Um, But uh, I, I thank Bob for, you know, sticking with the Bigfoot community uh, this time, there was a long period of time where he wasn't involved in the big community. And uh, I give kudos to the BFRO for kind of bringing him back in, but uh, he's, he's a gentleman and, you know, whether or not you think uh, the Patterson Gimlin film is real, I, I'm on the, the side that I, I can't imagine that anybody faked that. And if you've ever met Bob <laughs> and had any conversation with him, it's hard to believe that he had any part in a hoax. And uh, so, uh, but um, yeah, 2017 was kind of, but overall it was kind of quiet, you know, I, and I, in some ways I I like that, you know, there were some flare ups with, um, if you stay off of Facebook and talk conversating about uh, um, Bigfoot with, individuals that that are who want to argue with you about their points i've had a couple of those but i one of the things i love about facebook is you can you can stop the conversation anytime and if if it goes too far you just block <laughs> and yeah. it's like the person never existed block. bye-bye so. <laughs> yeah. and i just well, the so. the whole yeah. arguing about uh, people want to just go go out of their mind crazy about oh i'm right and you're wrong and well, nobody really knows what these things are. You know, how many times have we talked about that on the show? We don't know what they are. But why people want to add a, a paranormal aspect to it is beyond me. I mean, why try to solve a mystery with another mystery? Um, and then, you know, they'll, they'll fight you tooth and nail about it. You know, they, well, I, I know because I saw it cloak and and, you know, Gunner, that, the forest people are are actually shape shifting trees, right? I've I've heard that I've heard that put out there as as fact, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, that's the that's the kind of stuff that you know it makes people on the outside world if they heard that they'd be like, man, these people that believe in this are mm-hmm. crazy and idiotic. Yeah. Well, right, I wonder they think that way, you know, and and I think that. Um, the people who are blowing the horns the loudest are the ones who are seem to be more into this 
alternative reality of what all this really is. Then you have your investigators who are got their nose to the grindstone just doing their thing and not broadcasting it everywhere, and, and they don't care about the attention. That's not what they're there for. You can always tell, um, you know, who who to keep an eyeball on by how they, if they're going around the woods with a camera on themselves 24-7, babbling <laughs> about something for 45 minutes and then posting it on YouTube, probably not real seriously involved in, in no-nonsense investigation. That's just my opinion. No, that, that's a great opinion. There's a huge paradigm where, where nowadays everybody's on social media and they expect to get instant answers or, or be have their minds blown. And, and you know what, sometimes they get blown, but in the wrong reasons because right. they don't step outside that paradigm. Whereas, you know, there's a lot of, you know, we talk a lot about uh, a lot about these known groups and known individuals. And, and then again, we also talk about a lot of unknown individuals researching this Sasquatch subject. But guess what? There's there's a uh, quite a lot of individuals that are not on Facebook or Twitter right. or on social media. Period. That are out there doing great things. You know, like Thomas, Thomas Steenberg. Yes, mm-hmm. Thomas Steenberg's a great example. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's many others. Cindy Dawson. Uh, Cindy Dawson's another oh, yeah. fantastic Cindy. example. Do you know what? The only time you're going to hear about Cindy Dawson in reality is probably because I'm going to talk about her. Or Gunner's going to talk. Someone's going right. to talk about her. <laughs> That woman right. is amazing, yeah. And uh, so, you know, yes, we do cover um, groups and individuals. Like the online project, we share some stuff via social media. And uh, it, one, it's fun. Two, we like to collaborate. And uh, you know, and well, we also do a podcast a, about Bigfoot, so we do kind right. of share a little it's bit more than other wrong than, with than using than social media for that. So. It's just whatever <laughs> no, that. True. Um, the motivation behind it can be right. sketchy for some folks, and it, yeah, it can I'm, be a distraction. It can be aggravating. It can be – I'm just uh, – the whole woo-woo thing, just – it's tiring. Well, that's, not our, that's not our thing. I mean, that exactly. – um, if, you, if you've listened to Monster Radio ever, you know that we're coming at this from an evidence-based perspective. And, and I – respectfully agree to disagree with the folks that are coming from a different perspective. I have friends. I'm friends with Ron, Ron Moorhead. I respect Ron. I disagree with his, his theories. That's not my thing. You know, I, I'm looking at it from the perspective that we're dealing with a one dimensional uh, terrestrial creature. What it is after that. It's up in the air. We, we have the, People come out and make these definitive statements which drive me up the wall, and I think I, sh- I my, both my friends here agree that when people come out and say it's this and that's the way it is because I believe that's what it is, you know, that's not evidence. Um, I know that uh, I saw recently uh, that Mr. Corson is, is uh, at spending his part of his weekend picking hairs out of, of the – uh, I'm assuming that was was that part of the, <laughs> the samples that were collected and then gone through with by the, uh, the expedition because you took all that home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I also collected some extra 
so yeah, part of that was going through that uh, yeah. collection of the nest site, and uh, and I actually recently collected another portion from a different nest, and I have, I mean, yeah, I mean that's you know that's how I like to spend. I, I live and breathe this subject because I love it. I'm passionate about it. Yes, it's a hobby, and I did collect. You know, uh, that's how I spent my Friday evening, um, a midday Saturday, and a portion of today I collected or uh, I uh, spent my time collecting hair. And I have – it's crazy. You know, you think, oh, you know, people think hair is hard to find. Yes, yes. But you know what's really cool about this nesting site? Not so much. Um, now, in this nesting site, yeah, there's a lot of knowns. Uh, we found marten hair, raccoon, um, bear, deer, Blah, blah, blah. But we found a lot of unknowns, and but uh, I have found a plethora of hair. Uh, just before I got on this, you know, on, on the show this evening, I I, <laughs> I spent plucking hair out of of uh, huckleberry limbs, and I, I love it because I've got a little bit of a keen eye now because I think I at least I think I know what I'm kind of looking for. Now I pluck every hair I find. Don't get me wrong, but there's certain hairs that you know pique my interest, especially those really in in the huckleberry that are twisted around it embedded mm-hmm. in it because that tells me that that's not just a passerby that's something that's bedded down or or plucked this huckleberry snapped it and, and embedded hair into it i think most of the hair i've discovered um uh will be known hair because i think the uh, the nest site is that old but a lot of the hair is it's uh you know for me for me personally it's and i've looked at a lot of hair a lot of hair, and I'm starting to get really familiar with it, thanks to the help of Cindy Dosen. But some of this hair, you know, it's 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 like this. When I look at it, I go, oh, that's either bare or it's not. Now I'm looked, I look at the length, I look at the color, is there pigmentation to it? Um, I look for a lot of different things now. Now, like I said, regardless of whether I think it's a suspect hair, target, whatever, I'm going to put it in in an envelope and send it off to Cindy Um because I, I have so much hair, you know, some of it's guard hair, some of it's, um, uh, you know, the undercoat, some of it's, you know, the top coat. Uh, but there's a lot of hair. And I don't call it fur because I have found fur. This is hair. And, uh, man, I, I'm not even done yet. I'm going to spend the next couple of days going through more of it. And there's many, uh, many of these 21 nests that we've discovered that we've never tested. We never plucked hair from. So, this is an ongoing thing that's exciting for me, and I do take it serious. I do. I, I mean, uh, I don't just uh, just uh, grab my, my my fingertips. No, I'm 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 you know gloved up, masked up, haired up. You know, I have my hair thing on, and I'm plucking this hair, pulling it, and and uh, collecting it. You know, as, as scientifically as I can. Right. Uh, and uh, and that's important. And then that's another thing. Maybe to sw- switch gears a little bit. Uh, another thing this year that I think I've really, uh, in the last two years, I've really, well, maybe even three years, but the last two years for sure, I've really seen transpire that's a positive thing in positive nature when it comes to the research of Sasquatch is the fact that more and more individuals are collecting um, uh, evidence in a scientific manner. Uh, kudos to Shelley Covington, because I know she's she's a big part of this when it comes to a lot of researchers where they're they're trying to collect stuff in, in a scientific manner by uh, utilizing DNA kits, whether they purchased them from her, made their own up, done their own investigations or uh, research on how to obtain stuff scientifically, you know, 
Um, and that's something I really partake in. Uh, and uh, that's something I've seen that's moving uh, in a positive direction. Uh, going to 2018, well, I think there's going to be more and more individuals that are like, okay, so you don't pick it up with your hands and you actually collect it properly. You know what I mean? You, you, you take the time and effort, and you, you're ready to collect that stuff uh, when you come across it, regardless of what it, the outcome is. You know, it could be, you know, I've sent a ton of samples off to Cindy Dosen, and uh, sometimes they come back as raccoon. Sometimes they come back as elk. Uh, very rarely, because I'm pretty familiar with elk now. But there's there's certain you know hairs I send off that I'm like, I'm kind of interested in, and she's come back, you know, and told me you know hey this is a known animal. But I have sent a number of samples off to Cindy, and they've come back with her expertise as unknown, um, even primate like, uh, you know whatnot. So that to me is exciting, and that's something I see um, moving forward as a positive growth for the Sasquatch subject when it comes to researchers and enthusiasts. And that's, that's uh, something to be proud of. Uh, there's, there's individuals out there doing this now. I know there's individuals listening to the show right now that are like, oh, I've been doing that. Well, good, awesome. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I hope the best for you. But as a whole, when it comes to social media, that stuff needs to happen more because uh, nowadays it's like you could just post, oh, I found this clump of hair, um, it's Sasquatch, or I found this broken limb. Sasquatch. I found this right. movie, Sasquatch. I found this or that Sasquatch. And I found this book on they, a you know, tree. Yeah, it's Sasquatch. I mean, it is ridiculous because that's it does not, get ridiculous. there's no science. Yeah, that, there's hand no science in, in People making are a... People calling handprints yeah. on the side yeah. of their car. Oh, that's a Bigfoot for sure. Yeah. For sure. How when they add know? for sure... Yeah. When they add for sure... That they lost me. I mean, it, or even you know the the science in it is is you don't start with a a conclusion in mind, right? I mean, you don't you. It's like you're going through these these core samples of, of the the nesting project, Shane, mm-hmm. and and you're I, I I've seen you in action and. Three people can look at the same thing, and you you find hairs where none none of the rest of us could. You just have an eye. I mean, that's a you have a knack for it, and you've been doing it. You know, you've been doing it a lot, but you also take the time to do it. So, but that that's that's somebody putting in the effort that it's going to take. You know, Jane Goodall did not uh, extrapolate chimp behavior based on what she thought was happening, or she. They witnessed something, and that's what they reported. You know, that's what they that and and as I've said many times, Bigfoot will not be proven on Facebook, you know, nope. or Twitter or whatever or Snapchat. Uh, there's you know what other kids are using these days because I know Facebook isn't cool anymore, um, but uh, <laughs> but it is for us old people. But it, I mean, it's that's what it's going to take, you know. A ongoing discipline. Uh, science doesn't move at lightning speed. It's it's either gonna the only way for Sasquatch to get proven, like I said, specimen alive or dead. Some logger hits it with a truck and takes that and puts a you know and it's able to be processed scientifically properly. Game over. I mean, we now know that that they exist or they're proven to the general public because there's lots of people that have had anecdotal experiences that, that no, it isn't a question. 
And I, I like the, to say that, you know, there's, there's the folks, once they've, they've had the confirmation experience, they go from, are they to what are they? Um, some <clears> people don't even want, and there's a lot of people that don't even want anything to do with it anymore when, cause it freaks them out so much, but you're an example of one of those people. And interesting enough, you, you were a Bigfoot, you were interested in the topic and was research, were researching it before you had your confirmation experience. Um, oh yeah. Todd, oh, yeah. Todd Neese to me stands out as somebody who really what, you know, didn't have any interest in the subject may have had a passing uh, knowledge that they, you know, had heard of Bigfoot and then had a, uh, an encounter and, uh, and then became an, uh, obsessed you know, it becomes kind of like what, what the heck did I see, and and what is it that's out there, and and can evade human beings? You know, as smart as we think we are, um, but and it becomes a lifelong passion, you know, and that's uh, that's cool because there's people that go out and then they start um, putting their nose to the grindstone and 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 spend years. You know, Todd Neese is one of those people that spent years and years since his encounter researching the subject in a very slow and methodical way, the same way that that um, Nawak does. They the yeah. same way that you know the Bluff Creek Project does not run uh, to Facebook and say, "Look, we found Bigfoot. We saw this shadow in the picture, and it's Bigfoot." <laughs> the same way that the Olympic Project did not go public with the nesting site for quite a while because. There, there was questions that didn't need to be answered. Um, one of the cool things that was big for me in 2017 that I forgot to mention was eDNA. You know, we had a, a Dr. Todd Disatel on the show a while back, and you should go listen to that show too if you haven't already. But, but he is involved in in the project, uh, the nesting project, with and Shane, you're. you're you're really uh, good at explaining the eDNA process, uh, but I, the way I understand it, you now take basically dirt and and look at it for DNA of all of the organisms that were in that area uh, over a period of time, going way anything that basically was ever in that dirt. You can do the same thing with water in a pond or or lake or or creek. Am I, am I hitting it right there? Yeah, I mean, basically, you're, you, you, with with environmental DNA and eDNA, uh, which is is uh, been around for a number of years, uh, but it's growing exponentially in its success and and impl- implications when it comes to to soil samples. I mean, they're built. Science is now able to read with the the, the dirt samples, what's in the ground. You know, they've done this with, in caves, where they've been able to say, okay. You know, people think, oh, eDNA, well, you're talking about, oh, something short-term? No, they're talking about, I mean, they've done this, where they've been able to figure out what organisms, what life forms, uh, what mammals and whatnot have been in an area for hundreds, if not thousands of years. And so this is the sort of stuff that it will be implemented in the study of the the uh, nest sites. I mean, we could be able to tell you what's been in and around the nest sites that we're working on. You know, I mean, obviously, you have the nest sites that we're working on or, or studying. And obviously, you know, something made those nests. And obviously, in these areas, you have a plethora of, of known animals. And, you know, the wind blows a hair here, 
skin cells, and, and those things land everywhere. I mean, the human right. body, we're walking skin cells. I mean, we're walking uh, eDNA. We leave DNA everywhere. You know, we touch something, we're leaving DNA. We, we're, we're walking by. We stand in a spot, we're leaving DNA. With the environmental DNA, well, they're able to take the soil sample and tell you, well, what's been in that area? Now, what we're hoping for, I mean, well, two things. One, we're hoping to figure out what made these nests because they're extraordinary. Um, they're not documented by science. Something made these nests, and there's been other nests found throughout, you know, history, and at least short term. I mean, we're talking going back to 1967. Uh, there's been nests found that have been slightly documented but ruled in one thing or ruled out another or whatever. But there's been other extraordinary finds by, you know, timber companies and, and, and lumber guys and blah, blah, blah. But the cool thing is now science is catching up where they can test the soil beneath some of these nests and, and tell you, okay, well, yeah, let's, let's look at what's been in here and what we're hoping for. Is something unknown or something very primate-like or something of that nature, and that's what the environmental DNA will provide. It's a you know it's an expensive process. This isn't just you know throw it under a microscope or whatnot. This is this is an expensive process. Um, as the Indigo Fund that we uh, put out there, Dr. Meldrum started put out there. It's a very expensive process. It's like a thousand dollars roughly because it can go up quite a bit. But it's an expensive process to study the soil content and, and figure out what organisms are in that area or what's been in that area. And obviously you're always going to get the knowns because, you know, like I said, everything that's out there is kind of a walking um, evidence dropper. I mean, they just drop, you know, skin cells, hair. Uh, what we're looking for is something very much unknown or maybe semi-familiar even, but still unknown to North America. You know, I mean, coming across something very primate-like, something of that nature, well, that's going to be interesting. And, and uh, I guarantee, I mean, in my my perspective with these nests is that it's definitely unknown. Um, I don't uh, see it being uh, uh, a small critter. I de definitely don't see it being a bear or something of that nature. This is definitely unknown behavior, especially how we were led to these nests, you know, given the uh, a certain timber company. It's not a wood rat? And so, you sure it's not a wood rat? Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. No, definitely not a wood rat. It, it's actually, yeah, wood rats don't make nests um, like not of that wood nature. out yeah. here. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely not nature uh, as uh, natural nature. Right. This is uh, something that's come in here and, and made these nests. But I'm saying it, the eDNA is very, very exciting. It's a new, this is another thing going into 2018. Here we are in oh. January 2018. This is exciting stuff. Uh, we have scientists on board to test this stuff. Their money's there. I um, mean, you know, of course, uh, there to a certain point. I mean, right. the more money that's available, the more samples can be tested. You know, um, what right. I'd like to see is, is multiple uh, individuals test these samples. You know, maybe we'll get there. This is kind of, a, this is kind of new. It's, kind of, it's definitely different, and it's definitely exciting. We'll see where... This leads us. Hopefully, um, the uh, the work's done properly. Uh, the money will be, you know, it's there uh, for a certain amount of samples, and we'll see. Now, you know, the Lynn Project is definitely working on uh, finding and locating more nests. 
hopefully more uh, nests that have been some basically something's building these nests. What's right. building them? We're not going to come out and definitively say. We have our suspicions, but we don't can't definitively say because we need to see what built these nests. Right. And well, hopefully yeah, we're, we're leaning hard. DNA, yeah. I mean, we're leaning yeah, hard. With the eDNA, yeah. it will tell us what's what's made these nests or what's been most frequently in these nests right. or what science can't describe. Like, well, something made these nests, and we have all this. Uh, that's why I spent the amount of time I have collecting hair because um, I can collect hair uh, and I will spend the time doing it because it's very tedious. It's it's, it's time consuming. Um, I will look at a limb, a huckleberry limb, for a long time to find every little hair. And I'm telling you, some of these hairs on there, you get the the real obvious ones that stick out, and then you get the ones that are very fine that look like fluff. And it is like you're like, oh, I'm, I'm done with this branch or this limb, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, no, I'm not. And then it makes me think, okay, I got to pay better attention to where I'm collecting. I really have to pay attention to this limb or this. This, this huckleberry branch and really fine-tune comb it with my eye and find it. And I've, I found that uh, um, it's, it's very tedious, but it's enjoyable. I enjoy doing that. I spend hours and hours doing this, and I've collected an oh, ungodly amount of hairs. Um, of course, you open the envelope, and you're looking, and you're like, there's not many hair. But you really, you know, the, the fact that Cindy Dosen's involved, she's going to put this under a microscope and see all the little tiny fine hairs that I've discovered or shared with her. And hopefully, you know, I mean, uh, I, uh, she has shared with me unknowns. I mean, I have found unknown hair that she can't explain. So that's cool. Um, yeah, exciting. But, you know, it is, it's exciting. And that's, that's 2018. Guess what? I'm going to be doing more of this, much more of this. And I hope to, down the road here, share some of the, uh, the findings and whatnot, you know, um, it, not to uh, build myself up because maybe someone else out there can, can locate uh, another possible nesting site because something's making these nests. So and it, yeah, if this is whatever animal does this or whatever built these nests, it's unlikely that this is is an isolated incident. It may be the first time it's been found, but one of the cool things about being able to visit the the site um, this year versus really fresh is you you can also see the uh, uh, how the forest begins to uh, recoup and uh, and because because now you're you're starting to see all those you know one of the most uh, vivid images about the nesting site was when Derek Randall's by the way congratulatory congratulations go out to Derek for yeah for uh, Bigfoot time selecting his Bigfoot of the year yeah um, Derek works as you know has been doing this a long time and and dedicated a lot of time to to the Olympic project. And even be, before that, he's been doing this for a long time. Not that he's that much older than me or even older. Than me. <laughs> we might be about the same age, <laughs> but anyway, um, congratulations to Derek. But, but uh, you know, this, this uh, is how Derek described the devastation to the Huckleberry on, on that Ridge. So, Oh man, you know, it, he yeah, we, it. we've talked a lot. Of, we've talked a lot about, about uh, the nesting site and stuff. I want to get into some other stuff that, that happened um, in 2017. One of the big things that I, I know happened in your, your life, Julie, was you moved. Um, where are you and, and uh, how does that affect your, your future Bigfooting or research or investigating? 
Um, well, we moved back in March, and we moved to this area, which is right outside the Uari Forest and in the center part of North Carolina. This is where I'm, my family is originally from. They um, moved here in 1765, and I still have a lot of family in the area. So we decided to move back down here, um, of course, for family, but also because the Uari uh, has, happens to have the most activity in the state of North Carolina. Um, there's been several investigators, Mike Green being one, that has spent a lot of time over there, has, has got a lot of interesting things on Fleur, and documented a lot of things going on, particularly on a couple different mountains over here, and um, Jeff and I planned on, you know, the first year that we spent here was trying to get the house situated. And, I mean, we did get over there frequently, but not as frequently as I am I want to and that we're going to do in 2018. So, you know, that was, I just can't say how excited I am to be five miles from the Uari Forest. I mean, it's just awesome because, you know, we can do day trips and – spend eight, ten hours, and the and what we want to do is go over there and, like, case different areas in the daylight, um, you know, investigate recent reports, try to talk to people in the area, find out where the, the most active, you know, active areas are, and start doing some long-term investigations. Since we're only a few miles away from this particular area, we can actually do week, two week at a time investigations. So that's that's kind of what we're excited about. And we'll be leaving some trail cams and recorders out. Um, so, you know, and of course I have Jeff who is very good at tracking. That's always a big help. So that's that's what we did. We just packed up and moved. I'm like, no time like the present, let's just go. Because, you know, I, I came from Ohio, which is also a very active area. Uh, matter of fact, the place that we lived at in Ohio had another sighting in BFRO um, reports just in June, which was after we moved 20 minutes away from our house. There was a, another report. Hmm. So, but anyways, we're we're really stoked to be here, and we're you know we're just really going to spend a lot of our time in the upcoming months before you know before the temperature gets to where. You can't hardly stand to go outside. I mean, the humidity here is, is horrible, um, but I'll take it. So, you know, the best times to do investigations at the URI is January through May. So we're mm. right here in the prime season. Just getting started. Well, I'm excited because I, it's, North Carolina is not necessarily the first place that I think of as Bigfoot, but but it is a great area, and I, you know, I'm excited that you're there and someone of, of your mindset and, and Jeff, who has a particular set of skills that, uh, that translate very well to, you know, the pragmatic approach, the, the approach that it's, you know, Bigfoot last to steal, right. to borrow from uh, our friend Shelly coming to Montana, that, uh, you know, that, that is, uh, the right approach, in my opinion. Right, and you know, I, I can tell you that um, I also had my mother. 
she moved down here. Um, mm-hmm. She's living in the town that I was born in, and just a few miles outside of where her house is is one of the most recent areas where there's reports. <laughs> so yeah. she does. She kind of knows that, and did, I've kind of told her. Did you tell her your mom before you moved there? Uh, <laughs> did you tell your mom yeah, before I told her you moved her outside? Because her place is surrounded by woods all the way around the back. And I said, if you're outside and you know you hear some strange whistling back and forth, don't don't go to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, She's like, yeah. Hi. And I'm like, just trust me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and, you know, where we're at is we are just east of the Uari Forest border, you know, where the actual border of it is. But the forest really goes out for quite some ways, even east of our house. So, you know, I step outside of my house and... <laughs> All I see is woods, so it's, it's been very interesting here, and I've been talking to people, some of the locals over in the area of Uari, and there's a particular person over there that lives right in the middle of the Uari who grew up there, and she told me, she said, I hear him all the time out on my property. She's got over 100 acres, and she's like, I hear him all the time out there whooping, screaming, chattering, whistling, banging. And I said, "Don't why don't you go check it out? And she's like, are you nuts? I don't want to see that stuff. <laughs> terrified. She doesn't even walk her property without a loaded weapon. She's just mm. horrified. She doesn't want to see what's making those noises, but she knows that she knows enough to know that it's something unusual. It's, um, you know, she's seen different evidence that they've left around their property so but anyway we're trying to get a good report going with her so that we can actually go investigate on her property yeah yeah well julie what's exciting uh for me moving forward into 2018 is the fact that you know one of the things that's really exciting for me is that um since my my move i moved up to from oregon to washington uh, I'm now kind of covering Washington. Gunner's kind of covering Oregon, and now we have you on the East Coast. Right. It's kind of exciting moving forward. Uh, uh, I'm, I hope for the listener that we kind of uh, uh, we're kind of spread out here because there's going to be a lot of reports coming down the road here. I would imagine, and then some of the reports that we've taken in, uh, you know, in the past that uh, with Monstrex Radio, uh, you know, I, I hope those listening really enjoy this show because I love doing Monstrex Radio. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's like the Bigfoot subject. It's a passion of mine. And because of my passion for Sasquatch, um, I love to talk about it. And I love to, to share stuff um, as much as I can. Uh, and I love to hear from other individuals that have had encounters. I love to hear about other individuals doing research. And and now we have this this kind of this spread out pattern where you're at, you're where you're at, Gunner's where he's at, and I'm where I'm at. I think it makes for a great platform, and uh, we we know a lot of individuals. We have a lot of contacts. Um, uh, you know, it, it, it's exciting times for Monstrex Radio. Gunner, do you want to uh, do you want to talk a little more about the, the future of Monstrex Radio? Sure. Let's let's uh, talk a little bit. We've been talking about what to do. You know, what, where could we go with the uh, monstrex for the last couple of years? It's, it's um, 
surprising to me. We were talking off air about how long Monster X has been going. You know, you were part of the original group that that started it. Um, right. You you went off for a while and and did uh, Cryptologic, which was another popular uh, show. And then um, I I got involved <laughs> by total coincidence and. And then uh, one thing led to another, and uh, the gentleman who I was doing the show with decided he was going to shelve it. And I said, "Hey, can we? You know, can I? I'll, I'll do it till you're ready to come back." Well, he never just really. And I immediately talked to you. You were cool. You were doing both shows at the same time at one point. Um, we were fortunate enough to get Julie involved. Um, you know, we have. Uh, a lot of cool friends that come on and share. We're, we're looking at and um, in the near future uh, about uh, expanding what what we're uh, our offerings. You know, we've we've sampled a few things, uh, done squatch talk a little bit, but uh, we're we're uh, wanting to go forward and and a lot of what what seems to be um, the kind of the new trend in. In blog talk and and podcasting and stuff is is memberships, and we're looking at that as how we could, uh, what kind of uh, information we could share with people that would add value to Monster X and and you know we do it as as a additional uh, shows and and content and stuff. Uh, mon- this this show we're always going to do um, till you know we get. Until it's not fun anymore, or something happens where uh, we're we're doing something else. We know we've talked about it, that we have a, a great passion for uh, uh, field research, and you know there may be times where where Shane's off off uh, for an extended period of time in the field, and and he's not on Monster X, but we we would still we also talked about how we would just still keep it going. But uh, we want to uh, in, invite, you know, your feedback is what you would like to see our direction. Go to our Facebook page or you go to our, our, our group and, and uh, share your, your thoughts and feedback with us. But um, we, we've been kicking around, um, you know, having a strict witness show, going out and, and doing more video stuff. You know, this show is, is – always going to be our our baby and it'll always be something that we provide at no charge to anybody um it's fun to do i the the, the thing for me doing monster x is is um i like bigfoot like shane was saying it's a passion of mine and um i can always sit down and talk and bs about bigfoot and the subject and and uh I, even if I wasn't doing Monster X, I'd be doing it with my friends anyway. I'd be on the phone talking to Shane and, and Julie right. and, and other friends. So we might, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, fun yeah. just to, to share it with other way. people. So so you can go to our Gunner. website, Monster X Radio, and we're going to be sharing more information uh, through the website. But we're looking at uh, a membership opportunity at some point in the near future. We If you if you've followed this for any period of time, it's popped up. We've talked about doing it. But we we're really like getting focused on on how we could put that together for the Monster X listeners. So, um, right, right. Um, I want to add something to that, Gunner. Is the fact mm-hmm. that you know there's a there you know what 
quite honestly, there's a ton of yeah, – there's a lot of podcasts out there, and there's a lot of great podcasts out there, radio shows and whatnot. What I really – for me personally, going forward, what I want to provide um, as a researcher and as just an enthusiast, someone that really loves the subject matter that I think I've done my homework on, um, I want to provide, provide something different. You know, this isn't going to be um, going forward – this definitely isn't going to be, you know, um, shock and awe. You know, there'll be times when you get that uh, shock and awe, but there'll be times where it's just it's it's informational. It's uh, something that to, you can actually take something away from and go, oh, you know, uh, Bigfoot's not a hoax, so, or or that guy wasn't full of, you know, whatnot. So um, I, I really want to, you know, as, as serious I, as I am about this subject matter, I want to leave that with the listener, the researcher, the enthusiast. I want to leave something more than just a story. So down the road here, um, that's what's going to be, you know, shared. Uh, it's just more than just a story. Uh, you know, um, it, it'll be an area, you know, it'll be a, a podcast you can listen to and really take some substance from, you know, something you can chew on, something you think about, um, as I think Monstrex has done. Over the last, I mean, shoot, I, I know I've been a part of Monster X since uh, the beginning of, uh, you know, 2013, the tail end of 2012. This is a show that's been progressing in a, a positive manner for a number of years, mm-hmm. as has the research of Sasquatch, in my opinion. Now we're getting somewhere. I really do believe that. And I think you're not only going to get with Monster X Radio some really positive uh, subject matter. You know, uh, we're not gonna we're not going to be uh, the shock and awe group. You know, it's not going to happen here on Monster Trade. What you're going to get is substance. If you're about substance, and this is a show for you. And you know what? It, if it's not, then you know, so be it. But I think I think we're that, pretty entertaining. Uh, we're, we're we're gonna we're we're gonna shake things up. We're gonna shake things up here. It's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be fun. And uh, we'd love to hear from from other researchers, individuals, enthusiasts your feedback so jump on our website please do jump on our website become a member uh and 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 we'll go from there yeah it's not gonna it's something that's not gonna be for everybody you know i i heard it every time that somebody how what do you put out there that somebody starts charging for something we're we're always going to provide this show for free and if you know somebody can't come up with whatever they don't want to spend money i get it that's fine you know, not everybody wants to spend money, and that's cool. That's why we do this show. And, right. and anything that we do is going to be like this show on steroids. You know, we're going to go into more in-depth of what uh, – I want to go out and do stuff in the field and share it with folks um, by video. And, you know, this show is a podcast. It's it's one-dimensional. You know, it's a conversation. Uh, but we want, we've talked a lot about, you know, being multimedia kind of you know, doing video stuff um, and, and not, not bullshit, excuse my language, because right. we are a family show. Not walking around <laughs> and babbling to ourselves. Yeah, but I mean, but, taking pictures of, of, of the forest and saying there's Bigfoot in there, you know, anything <laughs> that we share is going to be vetted, um, you know, and, and I guarantee you, if we go out and we're, there's going to be stuff that, that we share that we went out and it's like real Bigfooting. 99.9% of the time, nothing happens. <laughs> So nope. you'll see some of that, but uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna have invite our our friends that that are participated. You know I'm good friends with Thomas Seawood, um, yeah, which we need Thomas. to get back on the show again. And 
And, uh, but we're, you know, we're, we're going to share information that we feel is as value to you. And we're going to ask for your feedback. You know, if you don't, if we're doing stuff that you don't like, but that's also been one of the reasons why we haven't done it before now is like, we've had a lot of discussion about if we're going to do this and we're going to, we're not going to put out crap. Okay. We're going to, uh, and, and how are we going, what are we going to do if, you know, it, it may not do anything, but if, uh, if it made any money, I, I, and you've heard me talk about it, if you've ever listened to Monstretch for any period of time, is that one of the challenges for uh, this, this subject is all this research is basically self-funded. I, I know that, that uh, if uh, any, any amount of money is made with, through Monstretch, through membership or whatever, that the, I guarantee you that, that a, a good portion of that is going back into to research. You know, it's uh, we've talked about that off air a lot. It's like, you know, well, people and and I know I hey, I'm the Sasquatch coffee guy. So um, I get crap from people that are like, oh, you're just in it to make you're using Bigfoot to make money. And like, well, no crap. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I that's that's and it's interesting because I've had conversations with people about, you know, any that Sasquatch coffee to me is is a product and it's and it's it's doing something fun for me that. Believe me, Sasquatch Coffee is not making tons of money yet, but you can still go to SquatchCoffee.com and buy some and help me out. But <laughs> but, <laughs> but but uh, it it's uh, it's it's just something that's fun. It has nothing to do with my research, but right. that's an entirely different subject. And and Monster X, same thing. I think we can can do it. And and one of the, the hesitation, like, I think we've been talking about this, like, for two years or more than two years. Oh, we should do that. You know, we've been told that by other people. It's like, you guys should oh, come yeah. up with, with, you know, with a, a membership deal. And other people are doing it. And, and some people are doing it really well. But we want to, like, like Shane said, and, and I know Julie feels the same way because we've talked about this at length, is that we, we want to provide something that has high value to people. And, yeah, the, 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 it. I, I, I've referred to some of our like we want to do witness interviews out in the field with video and and but I want to do it I, I refer to it as finding Bigfoot on steroids you know I I, I want to take folks because there's folks that uh, in, in talking to people that that listen to Monster X a lot of them are enthusiasts they don't go out and and do research so they're you know they're folks that liked finding Bigfoot I and I like finding Bigfoot. Uh, my some of my favorite part would well would be the town halls and the recreations. You know, with them yeah. going out and talking to folks. That's All the silly favorite. nonsense. Yeah, not that that you know that was just part of TV. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to do it and do it with more you know, like a, a more seriousness. Um, I don't I don't ever see uh, an episode of uh, Monster X where Shane's in a dress. So I mean, when we jumped, if we've ever jumped a shark, that might be the case. Unless you call a kilt dress, uh, <laughs> well, I do wear kilts periodically. Yeah. Scotsman, <laughs> I'm Scottish. That's dangerous. That's dangerous to call a, a kilt. Tell a Scotsman he's wearing a dress when the he's wearing Highland a kilt. The Highland Squatcher. I don't know if I made it on the TV show. I'm not. Yeah, I'm the yeah. Highland Squatcher. I like <laughs> not it. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Right. No, well, I think the only one. one thing yeah. that our our viewers need to take away from this is, um, if we go to a paid membership that has extra content. I want everyone to know that none of us are in this 
for the money because that's not what we care about. What we care about is doing proper investigating, um, and it takes time and energy and money. And none of us, you know, want to do this for the money because that that's just we don't need the money to survive. We all have our own lives. We all have incomes. We don't, you know, that's not going to be our main income. We're not looking at it in a greedy aspect. <laughs> all we're asking is, send your checks you know, too. Yeah. <laughs> what's that? Send your checks too. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, all we're asking yeah. is people um, want to invest in something that they they can count on, that they know they're going to get good quality um, investigation out of, then I, it's something they can consider. Yeah. Like you said, if it's, it's for it, it'll be for some people and other people it won't be for. And that's cool. I'm, I'm cool with that. It's the same thing with Sasquatch coffee. You know, some people, cool. I, you know, don't want to pay 15 bucks for a bag of coffee. And I get it. That's fine. Um, you know, right. it's just like uh, it's just like beer, you know, or or good booze. I went to a whiskey bar this this uh, last year, last week as date night with Susan, and um, you know, it there's there's a range of prices, <laughs> and we're we're not right. looking at charging an arm and a leg for what, but if we're we're going to be this is going to involve a substantial time investment for us, and there are some expensive that that you know, go with putting on a podcast. Um, it's not free and we'd like to, oh, man. you know, promote it. Gunner, so, uh, yeah, absolutely. But I was going to mention the, you know, if you look at, uh, you know, I'm not trying to showboat us, but, uh, this has been a passion for a number of years on blog talk on, on as far as podcasting is concerned. And I know, I know the amount of money I've spent doing this. Like people, I don't, I, I hope individuals and listeners realize that, we actually pay to do uh, this this podcast. I have spent hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars on doing a podcast, as I know how Gunner has. Um, it's not a free thing. At one, you know, at some point, you know, we, we we've been battling this for years, and now it's come to the point where it's like, you know, you know, do it or don't do it. And I think, um, you know, for the listeners, I think actually it's going to do the listeners justice. It's going to be do us justice. You know, that's where I'm at in life. Uh, you know, I do a ton of field research. Um, we want to share part of but, that with you as listeners. I mean, that's that's part what it comes that's down the point. to. Yeah. 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 So, so, so you, I mean, so, yeah. you know, money's money. Well, let me yeah. say this: money's money, and I, you know what? I can give a rip. I am not. Um, I'm not hurting. I have a, a wonderful life. I do well for myself. Um, at the same time. You know, the seriousness of the subject matter, I feel like it's being kind of raped. It's kind of being like uh, thrown out there left and right. Everybody's got a podcast. Everybody has a radio show. And at some point, I kind of go, ah, do you know what? Do you just want to Do you want to mill around the middle road or do you want to take the next level? And that's how I feel. It's like uh, mm-hmm. I really – there's certain individuals out there listening to the show right now that I think they can really honestly – uh, contribute and uh, that really, really look at the show Monsters Radio. It's been out there for a number of years. That can actually uh, be positive. Uh, man, there's so much co- conversation, so much content can be shared. Um, for me, honestly, uh, mm-hmm. not looking to make money. It's it's really about uh, make, taking Monsters Radio to the next level, and right. we can do that. Uh, we have 
I mean, shoot, Gunnar, you are an amazing individual. You are a fantastic researcher. You have done your time. Uh, Julie, wow, talk about an amazing individual that is as honest as can be, that uh, is an amazing researcher, that uh, is really wanting to take this to the next level. I mean, we're talking about three individuals, and we have a plethora of uh, people we collaborate with that are, are doing uh, the subject justice. We're not a shock and awe show. And that's one of the things that I get tired of hearing about, you know, in, in, in podcasting is, is the shock and awe. Like, I have an amazing encounter. Well, you know what? I'm sorry. You know what? You're going to hear some amazing encounters on Monster X Radio, but it's not going to be the end-all, be-all, and it's, it's it, going to be different. Well, yeah. One thing we've always done with encounters is vet them. There's been a couple times that, that we've had some vet them. slip slip through that we've had to <laughs> <laughs> choke and redirect the conversation. But uh, no, I mean, it, it, like I said, we, the conversations that we've had off air is a lot about quality. You know, what, what can we do that, that isn't being done? That's that. And, and it's gotta be of high quality. I, um, I know that um, Shane has, has mentioned that over and over again, that we got if we're going to do something, it's gotta be things that, you know, we're going to not going to put crap out there. So, right. You know, it, there'll, there'll be some, some trips and slips and anything that you start that's new and and but we're we're looking at at doing it and and if it's something you're interested in let us know go to the you know go uh comment on our our facebook page or our facebook group if you're you're a member and uh let or us know what you time. think yeah and and uh yeah and again um i a lot of shows in the, the five years that Monster X has been on the air is have come and go. There's been a lot of, of, of uh, it for this show to actually lasted five years. You know, that's, that's quite an accomplishment. Then 2017, you know, then we passed five, half a million uh, listens, which uh, with, and, and like Shane mentioned before we came on air is like, we don't, we don't advertise our show. This is all kind of word of mouth and, and you know we promote it on Facebook, but it it's kind of a, a organic thing, and uh, we just want to if we want to provide something that a little more in depth. You know these conversations are, and and we're doing that stuff in the field anyway. We're just gonna do do more than and than just share it in an hour show. Uh, in what a uh, uh, conversational we're going to, we're going to let you see some of the stuff that, that we're doing. I, I would like the idea that there's folks that can't go out in the field, you know, and then being able to see what's going on and what we're doing and that we're not BSing you. And, right. uh, and who knows, you know, I, I, I got some cool new stuff. Uh, uh, I got a new uh, night vision uh, that records for Christmas. Uh, got another trail cam for Christmas. Uh, you know, if we see stuff, if stuff that we find that that we feel is is uh, worth sharing, we're not going to share pictures of trees and bushes yeah. and tell you right. that those shadows are. There's five Bigfoot in there. There's no red circle right. Bigfoot in Monster. And and <laughs> not gonna, not not this show Bigfoot without BS. No. Right. 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 I was just going to mention that because that's we we're serious when we say I I love that tagline Bigfoot without the BS. Uh, right. Because we there, but I, there's people that are doing other show, other things, and I think they do a great job of it. 
you know, um, I'm friends with David Boozer and he does pack West Bigfoot mm-hmm. and he's very, uh, open about what he does. He, he tells stories. He doesn't, he doesn't really embellish. He adds detail with, with the witnesses permission. Um, and I think he does a great job at that. You know, uh, West Germer does a great job with Sasquatch Chronicles. Those are, um, different, different formats, different, you know, subjects and the way that they approach them. Um, I, there's Bigfoot stuff that I listen to that I enjoy. We're just going to, that we're just, we're expanding a little bit and spreading our wings and, and hope that you'll enjoy it. So yeah. it's funny because yeah. it sounds like right now we're, we're over explaining and trying to justify doing it and we're, <laughs> we're going to do it. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, I, I, you know, I get it. That's fine. Cool. Let us know that too. I, it's funny because I just had a conversation with a, a gentleman about Sasquatch coffee today and, and, you know, he, he was less than enthusiastic about it. And I'm like, I'm telling him, I said, I learn more from talking to people that don't rate, rate Sasquatch coffee five stars than I do from right. folks that I appreciate the five stars. Don't get me wrong. But, but it's like, I learn more from, you, you have to get a little bit of thick skin about taking feedback from people. Cause like some people like, you know, some people are just able and they're just going to be negative about anything. But, but most, you know, most people, if you have a conversation with folks, they, they have some legitimate and, – and we're looking for feedback. So, Yeah, we love feedback. We love feedback. Mm-hmm. And going on in 2018, what I hope is, is the feedback and the collaboration and sharing of ideas uh, of research. I don't uh, – I want to take to the next level. You know, this is not a show where you're going to get, you know, every week you're going to be, oh, wow, that's amazing, or or every, you know, so we're, we're going to put out multiple shows. <laughs> it's going to be a show where hopefully you can take something and, and sit on it and chew on it and go, wow, you know, there's some substance there. I don't want just uh, a show personally that, that's just shock and awe. Uh, well, nope. that's an amazing encounter. That was an amazing tale. I want to provide more than that, and uh, I want to, you know, it's like finding Bigfoot um, on steroids, as as Gunner has said. You know, <laughs> it's going to be just like that. That's what I hope for 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 Monster X Radio because we have without a the dress, yeah, without the rest, yeah. <laughs> but there's going to be. The antics, know, I, I want to provide a lot of information. Uh, I want to provide uh, feedback from individuals. I want to get some fantastic guests, which we have lined up. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, we have a plethora of, of individuals come down the road here that have amazing encounters, amazing stories to share, and uh, that are doing the, the subject justice. At the end of the day, what I want from Monster Radio, what I want from my research, is justice. I want positive. So I don't want um, just another story, just another encounter. I can sit around a campfire and, and collect a, a multiple individuals to talk about stories. I have one. I know many people that have one. I want to provide more than that. And on top of that, I want to build upon that because it's going to help me with my research. It's going to help um, other uh, individuals with their research. And uh, going forward, this is something to, something that we need to uh, discuss and talk about, and it's going to be something shared. And uh, I hope to provide the public that are listening, that enjoy Monsters Radio, with more than just a story. Right, I want to provide them with, with video, with, with findings, and all of that stuff. So it's, it's, it's exciting time. I'm looking forward to 2018. I'm looking forward to what uh, 
Monster Radio is going to provide. I'm looking forward to what uh, Gunner and Julie can provide, and myself. And I think, uh, it, quite honestly, it's 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 2018 is going to be a huge year. We have resources and avenues that uh, um, of collaboration that's going to be exciting. And uh, yeah, hey, you know what? 2018 could be a big year. We'll see. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's it's really just sharing stuff with folks. So you're going to see um, Monster X pop up at some of the conferences, and and we'll we'll uh, interview folks at you know more than we've done uh, that in the past. Um, and and uh, if you have an encounter, we'll and and we we'll vet it. We're not, like like I said, we're we're not going to take. Um, it's got a. I, I'm sorry, but we don't buy every encounter that, that somebody shares with us. I've heard some pretty fantastical ones. <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some of them just make you roll your eyes. Monster right. X is still the, the show that, that is approaching this from, from an evidence. What can we prove? Uh, we're dying. You know, that's so don't, please don't be offended if we don't share your story publicly because it doesn't fit a criteria that we, you know, we're not promoting. We're not, we're not here to promote that aspect of Bigfooting. Um, there's folks that are doing that. So, um, and that, right. again, I, I respectfully agree to disagree with those folks. That's their, I, I would never say you can, that that's your experience and you didn't have that experience. I, I just am approaching, we, we as a group are approaching it from, and, and we'll keep that's, that's where we're headed. If we're out, if ever I'm out in the field and I see Bigfoot piloting a big UFO and beaming down to sure Earth, get- um, and I record it on video, you may see it, <laughs> but, but uh, <laughs> it will have actually happened. But uh, uh, I'll probably go to the news first, and and I might be have to be checked into someplace to have some you know <laughs> medication and check my hormones and stuff before. <laughs> but I. I, I hope that folks will enjoy what we're doing, uh, what we're providing, and and uh, like I said, see the value in it, and and tell us either way. Go to like I said, fe- give us feedback. Um, I expect one of the things that we've talked about and uh, about going into this is like the negative feedback that we'll get from folks that like think that because there is a feeling with in the community with a lot of people, or I've ran into it, I've heard it that you know there should be nothing in in uh, if you're if you're doing if you're charging anything for what you do associated with Bigfoot, it somehow taints what you're doing. I can guarantee that it ain't going to taint Mr. Corson or or Julie or myself and what we present. So if you're you're cool with that, we'll invite you to to join us in that uh, endeavor. If if you don't like it, that's fine. Listen to this show. I mean, we're it's going to be pretty much the same as what we've been doing. That's other stuff will be different. And we appreciate everybody's support, and I hope everybody has a new year going into the 2018. Yeah, and, and, you know, um, there will be, I mean, obviously we're going to continue doing Monster X Radio. Uh, We we will provide uh, shows that are are, are free. I mean, we're going to do the Sunday show, but there's going to be extra content here. Um, I'd love to uh, put in the hands of those that are interested in the subject, those that are researching the subject, and, you know, some shows that are uh, um, 
a little bit more than just our Sunday show. Uh, mm-hmm. And and it will it will happen. It will happen. Monster X. And they can take bigger. Yeah, Monster X Radio. Beastier. Yeah. <laughs> Beastier. So it's gonna be, it's gonna happen. It's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I really am. It's something that's taken. You know, over you know five years and in, in, into uh, actually uh, happening, and so um, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, you, I, Shane, when you started Monster X with the other folks, did you ever think that five years later you'd still be doing Monster X? No, actually, honestly, I thought it was a short endeavor. Um, hmm. The fact that I've had so much fun doing this show, so much positive feedback. And where it's taken me, I mean, I've met so many um, individuals over these past five years that uh, have listened to the show, uh, that have met in person, that have shared stuff with me, that has enlightened my research, um, that I've enlightened their research, and I've enlightened their life in the subject matter. That man, it just it it forces me. It makes it worth doing. It really does. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it makes me. Yeah. It makes it makes it all worthwhile. At the same time, you know, there comes a um, a point where, you know, you want to take it to the next level. You want yeah, if we're to gonna keep doing it. Yeah. If, if you're yeah. going to keep doing it, everybody who does anything should periodically look at what they're doing and say, is this what direction we want to go with this? And that's kind of what we've been doing. We, we've just been dragging our feet for, I'd say, for a good two years. Like we, oh, have yeah, these, yeah. we started the conversation. <laughs> and, yeah. And I was like, you know, it's yeah, – and and like I said, we we're not we're not uh, we all have lives outside of of doing this. So, but uh, if 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 you know if if it takes off and it's a good thing, well, I I've often said that that uh, I'm a big fan of one of my favorite Bigfoot researchers. Probably my favorite is Mr. Shane Corson. And I've said that if if I could send anybody out in the field for an extended period of time and have them. Uh, and expect them to come back with some something concrete. I I would send Shane, um, maybe you know. And I I'm pretty confident. First of all, I trust him, so I know what he come back would not be BS. So and two, the guy is when I say hardcore, it's not a it's not the reference that Richter made it. <laughs> it's, 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 Shane is is seriously goes out and and can hike the legs off of almost anybody. And he's not afraid. He likes to go where no man has gone before. Right. So, um, it's it. I, I look. I'm excited to, and um, I I feel very fortunate that that uh, it's with these two people because um, we get along really great. Uh, there's times yeah, when uh, that we we haven't had we've had our you know our moments as any family does. Uh, Julie has to kick Shane and I in. And our arses every once in a while to get us back on track. <laughs> but, oh yeah, but it's, it's, but it's Shane, awesome. Shane one time said it was like herding cats for me, right? Yeah, no, I might have said that, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, but we have a we have a good time, and we want we want that to uh, we want to share that with with as many people as we can. So, um, you guys got anything else before we wrap up? I know we're running long. No, yeah, I we're just, running I'm long. Just be a part of Montserrat. <laughs> I'm very honored to to be moving forward with you guys and just appreciate you having me along. Uh, well, we Julie, appreciate you too. Yeah. We appreciate you too. I appreciate both you guys. I appreciate the, 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 those that are listening to this show that are taking the time to listen to the extra, you know, 
uh, time that we've been talking tonight, but it's, you know, I, I take this subject serious. I really, really do, and I live and breathe this, as do, yeah. you know, my two cohorts here. Uh, it's it's more than a hobby. I often call it a hobby, but for me personally, it's more than a hobby. It's a passion, and it's even more than a passion. You know, I I spend the time, the money in the field. Um, I've collaborated, and uh, I really do. Here, when, the, when it comes to the Sasquatch phenomenon, I really, really honestly feel that we're getting somewhere, and I feel that uh, it really takes collaboration. Unfortunately, it does take money. It does take time, uh, both uh, from, away from work, away from family. But you know what? Uh, if you're passionate, if you're really, really passionate about this subject matter, um, it's going to lead you in, lead you and in, in other areas that will be a you know a positive manner. You know, um, uh, I why I wanted to mention real quick. I know I'm going to prolong the show, but <laughs> when it comes to you know a lot of people complain about TV. You know, the Olympic Project as a whole gets approached um, quite honestly all the time for TV shows. Uh, we've been approached. Uh, a lot recently and in the past a ton and uh, we don't do TV shows unless it's really uh, something that we want to um, uh, you know really want to partake in that's going to portray the Sasquatch phenomenon Sasquatch subject our research in a positive manner we've turned down tons and tons of shows and you know what because we turned them down they've gone to other avenues and, and some of those shows are running today now I'm mentioning the LM project there's other groups out there that have done the same same thing. Now, what I'm what I'm getting at is that with Monstrux Radio, um, I'm very passionate about this. I'm very passionate about the, the Sasquatch phenomenon, the subject matter, and uh, you know I'm not trying to preach here to to join the Monstrux Radio. If if you really enjoy Sasquatch, you enjoy research. Honestly, uh, you know it may be something you want to look at. I don't know, but we're always going to provide a a, a show. Regardless of you are a subscribing member or not, something honest and and whatnot, so that you have something to look at and and think about and you know give feedback on. But I hope to provide down the road because I think it's important and I really do. And I think that uh, any money generated from uh, a subscription it will it will go back into research. I'm not looking to live off a show, but I am looking to to uh, do the subject better do the subject matter better and uh yeah I'll, I'll leave the show with that i think 2018 regardless of of what where monster x goes is going to be a fantastic year there's a lot of credible honest researchers out there doing fantastic work fantastic work they don't get mentioned they don't get their you know uh names out there they're doing amazing things and i hope monster x radio can at least do them justice, the subject justice, and and Montrex Radio justice. So I'll leave I'll leave uh, my thoughts with that, my comments with that. Right on. All right. Well, thanks everybody for uh, joining us today. And, yeah. Thanks uh, all. You say get off. You know, if you you're a, a Bigfoot, you, you want to participate in uh, field research. Get out there. Get off the couch. Get off of Facebook. Don't. Don't look for, at shadows and, and per, feed your pareidolia. Uh, <laughs> and uh, if you want, you know, we, we have a, there, there's like, I don't know, hundred and something shows in, uh, in our archives. If you're interested in, in listening to stuff, some of the things we've touched on today. Um, and 
I'll never apologize for, for putting, you know, that we're going in the direction we're going because that's just what we've chose to do. And you can either participate and, uh, and, uh, you can choose to, it, it, you know, we're not holding the gun to anybody's head and uh, to, to participate or not. So um, we, we love our listeners. It's it's fun. We know that there's, it, it's always cool when we go somewhere and, and folks say, you know, we love Monster Direction, what you're doing, where we get that kind of feedback. Cause, um, Absolutely. Yeah. Cause, cause sometimes you, you know, you're, we feel like we're doing it in a vacuum. We don't hear from, from people, but you go to a conference and, and we get, we have people come up to us and say, Hey, yeah, that's, we love your show and what you're doing. And, or I'll get a message on Facebook and like, you guys are doing the right thing. And so we appreciate that. We, we appreciate all you guys. No, let's, let's hit it. 